to this radio show. Although, I, from listening to what was uh, being said earlier on around the fire, I think we're, the conversation is going to be quite philosophical, as usual, with this uh, radio show. So, I think the best thing to do is to first of all go around the room and see who's here, and then we'll launch into a conversation. Um, the theme is looking, using Christmas as a kind of excuse, but we're going to be looking at the ghosts of our past, present and future and thinking a little bit about where we were, where we're at and where we want to be. So let's go around clockwise, what is that, clockwise? Yes, clockwise. So um, do you want to just say who you are? Uh, my name is Kwame. Thank you. Hi everybody, my name's Hyacinth. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm Malcolm. Everyone wore me already. You've not done anybody now, don't you? You introduce yourself. You just heard the famous Pauline. She's going to introduce herself again because she was busy, I think, eating again. Oh, you would do it already. Oh, I've done it all. Okay, good. Yeah. Hi everyone, um, it's nice to be here. My name is Indrani. Hello, my name is Antonia. Hello everybody, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Chas Kukur here, thank you very much. Hi everyone, my name is Jasper. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, lots of love. Fantastic. So, um, there was some quite interesting conversation already happening earlier. So, Antonia, could you give us a bit of a recap on what you were talking about? I'm putting you on the spot because oh, you were definitely right. in the middle of this. I, I, I was chatting and chatting away and most, most of the time, you know, I'm not just chatting, but now you put me on the spot. <laughs> you know, I, think I can take my, over. Yeah, yeah alright. A bit of a recap. Yeah, thank you. I guess we're just talking about how we're feeling, about feeling about ourselves, emotions, our past, our future, our present. Um, and how we're dealing with our own life and our own challenges and obstacles in this present moment and how we respond, how we react and who has taught us and what they've taught us and how we're teaching ourselves to change and be better in, in where we are. Mm. Yeah. And one of the things that was coming out in that conversation is um, the foundation of our childhood. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Ah, okay, interesting. We were yeah. brought up how we were seen. Mm -hmm. If if people around us saw us as negative, we are going to carry that with us. Mm -hmm. But if we were seen in a positive way for what we were, um, and I think we have that good foundation to kind of overcome 
all the other hurdles in our adult life. So, so what were the um, what were the what, what were the conclusions? What did you um, speak about? Well, we we said that every solution for any problem that we have is within mm -hmm. that we can. It depends on how we deal with it. Either we 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 look at it and try to deal with it at that present moment and let it go. It doesn't mean you cannot revisit it. Mm -hmm. when something comes, but you will be at a better position Boom, to, to be it. able to handle mm -hmm. it. Boom, yeah. You see, so it is, it's, it's just taken from the inside because in, intrinsically it's in us to be able to, to make decisions and choices that um, will, will make her life better. Mm -hmm. You know, when we're young, there are loads of things that we've been told about don't do this, don't do that. But when you get older, you, you try to put things in perspective because you see it differently. As a child, you, you're ready to, you're, you absorb everything. You take what is taken to you, but then experiences comes in and you have to make decisions that maybe that was not right. Maybe it's, it's something is traditional or something that has made them to say that, but in reality, it doesn't come that way. So you have to grow up and, and make those changes yourself. But if you stay in the road and say, no, I'm not, you know, this is what I've been taught, it, it can be very devastating. So have you, has anyone got any um, kind of concrete <coughs> examples? Have you got a, a specific example of that, of something <coughs> that has been a, a traditional way you've been brought up or something that's been kind of um, brought in by your parents or your family and then as you get older you think actually I'm, I think differently about this. I think it's more than just, I think it's more than just whether it's your family, it's your religion, it's your mm -hmm. culture, it's society, yeah. Society is a big factor. We all here live in mm -hmm. cities, yeah. So we're guided in a way which is well, not from ourselves, mm -hmm. yeah? So we're not, we're, not, we're not listening to ourselves. Do I hear or do I listen? So mm -hmm. the more and more I can listen to myself inside myself, then that's gonna give me more, more clarity and change of perception of how I view myself, feel, feel about myself, and how I deal with things on my day-to-day -day basis. Um, so I guess a lot of stuff is shaping us from our childhood, our, childhood, our traumas, our experiences, um, events in our life and uh, being guided the way we wanted to as children and maybe we didn't get to receive that mm -hmm. and it's for us to learn how to be mum and dad yeah because we each have to be a mum and dad with inside ourselves I, 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 it's really been some interesting things being spoken about about uh, especially what you were just talking about and what Antonio was talking about but, but I'm, I must confess and I don't, I don't want to put a dampener on any of this because it's Christmas and we should all be, should all be happy and Pauline should continue stuffing herself with mince pies and <laughs> looking at me like she's going to kill me. But I'm, I'm, I really must be honest, I, I can't wholly take on board uh, these very positive things that have been said. And let, let me tell you for why and then correct me. It seems to me that in order to communicate to a young generation what I've just been listening to, First of all, sounds a little bit like you're having therapy. Mm. It's like having, a, it's like self-therapy. Now, that may not be a bad thing. That may be a, a, quite a good thing. 
But I actually don't think it's a very clear way of communicating that to young people because it's sort of indulgence uh, and, 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 and it sort of plays into the hands of, of that indulgence of what you see on social media with many young people these days to do with who I am. I mean, you, 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 both of you are constantly talking about looking into yourself and, and you know, love yourself before you can then etc, etc, etc. Well, it seems to me that things like a thousand selfies of yourself online for millions of people to see it sort of says something about the person that's leaving those hundreds and thousands of selfies of themselves. Now, are they, are they finding out about themselves? Are they doing it for strange reasons, odd reasons, uh, reasons of, of that they lack something that they don't understand? Because really, they seem to be only doing what you've just suggested, and that is looking in at yourself. And I don't think that's bad, but yeah, absolutely, please. Um, the topic in which you've just uh, presented to us is that people are doing these things. These are outward superficial things that are trying to gain attention and um, kind of be someone. I need to be someone. I need to be somebody. No, I am someone right here already. You know, I'm already someone. I'm already a person. I already feel, think, breathe. I'm already those things. I don't need to be approved. I've been approved. I came out of my mum's womb. So we're talking about people who want attention for their pride, their ego, some, for their pride, their ego, something which is going to validate them, give me approval to, to be in this present moment, to feel that I exist. I already exist. And learning to kind of separate myself from how it is that I want to be seen is more about how I wish to see myself. And the only way I can see myself is through inside myself, which is going to give me and how, my peace. So how, how do you explain that to young people without sounding pretentious? so that they understand it and can actually do something about what you've just said, what you've just explained to them and why they're doing it. How can you explain to them that, I mean, maybe the answer is you can do, that what should be communicated to them is that you can do both. You can both present yourself in a selfie in exactly the same way as people put on clothes in a particular way and buy certain clothes in order to present themselves because it makes them feel better. It may not just be indulgence. There's that may be valid. There's a difference between presenting myself. I like to present myself and carry myself in the way that I, I, I view myself, yeah? yeah? But it doesn't necessarily mean I need to present myself to get back to going back to the thing, approval and needing, needing something to, to validate my existence. My existence is, is already clear, it's yeah. already cut. And to be able to communicate with younger generations, it's being able to speak to them in a way where you're relating to them in how they how 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 they want to see how they want to see themselves. That's and a difficulty, isn't it? Mm. The fact that I mean, I think we're all clear about why they do it, mm. and we're clear about what we think individually. Well, I don't think I know it's why it's communicating to a young generation no. a balance. May I just come in quickly? Yeah. Um, actually, the society itself dictates for some of this younger generation. But the thing, the other thing again, is the upbringing. It's the charity brings at home. 
if you are well sort of well founded or well grounded at home, you carry yourself forward to the society and present yourself in a sort of peculiar way. That's where I view it actually. I was born here, but I grew up in Nigeria. But what I've seen here so far is well, you, some, you, can, only, you can only take the horse to the stream. You cannot force the horse to drink the water. You, 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 you talk to certain, certain people, group of um, um, young children. Some of them will listen, but they, can't, they don't take them on board. But some of them will take them on board. It depends on, you know, you, you, you could see from, you, from that, you could see the sort of um, upbringing they've got. Because society dictates for the people. Now, nowadays, people just say, oh, well, I should like it. Not as you like it. You have to toe the line. You have to go accordingly. Mm. I think the conflict here is, I think most of us are the older generation born towards post-world, Second World War. And I think I can speak for myself. I was brought up as myself, but I was more of part of the family and part of the extended community. There wasn't such thing as I, me. That's interesting. Um, you know, um, as a mother of two children, I have the same conflict with my children because they are more me, 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 I, I, I. Um, I don't know which is the best thing, but from my perspective, I think it has made me a better person to be aware that it's not me all the time because I am part of an extended family, you know? I was brought up as I'm part of my parents, my siblings, and the community. And we do things to kind of be accepted to please, but I don't think at that time all these words were in my mind. I saw myself as being happy, being part of the community. And again, being part also gave me the positive upbringing of having grandparents living with us who had the time to kind of sit and explore my feelings. Um, if, I, if I'm being told off by my parents for something and I'm crying, my grandparents are the first one to kind of hug me and reassure me that in spite of everything, I'm being loved and also to give me that advice um, to build my character. And when I see young men who have gone into battle in the First World War and Second World War, they were also young, but they took up that responsibility and the strength to do something. Whereas when you look at the younger generation now, they don't seem to be able to kind of, I'm, I'm not saying in a broader term, but they are not capable of sacrificing anything. It's always the me, me, me. And a lot of teenagers are still kind of not strong, not strong enough to, to stand on their own two feet. They still kind of have the dependency. Whereas in my upbringing and in my generation, we were brought up in a kind of, not directly, but indirectly to be able to stand on our feet from a very young age and take some responsibilities. And, and it's, not, it's, it's not about, taking responsibility like going and fetching woods, but mm -hmm. building the character. Yeah. You see, what India has just said is exactly my childhood, because you've got grandparents, you live in an extended family, there is always somebody who will tell you if you're going the wrong way. Or, or, but nowadays, we do not have that. Society has responsibility towards these young people. 
because we are, we are sending out mixed messages. I, I agree with you, Malcolm. How do we communicate that? It's, it's because, so, you know, family has been, is fractured. Don't tell, you know, fractured. I, I think how we communicate it is actually what's just been said by, uh, I'm, I'm really sorry, mm -hmm. Indra's, uh, uh, what she was talking about. And I think the biggest thing is, and I know it, it's almost become a cliche, and that is we talk about community. Yes. But there's, there is no doubt in my mind, it becomes more and more clear the older I get that community takes care of so much. I, 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 and, and, and also looks after young people yes, if there is a sense yes. of strength in community. And actually, you also mentioned family, but I'd, I'd quite like to add to that. Of course, healthy family is, is at the same level, to me, it seems to me, in terms of healthy and community, together, family life and, and community. Except that, again, I, I have to sort of say that not everyone is in a family, number mm -hmm. one. However, I still think it's, it's vitally important. I didn't have a, a family. I, mean, I, had, a, I had a mother um, only um, in the slums of London, in Stepney, um, where people were you know, asking each other for slices of bread because they didn't have enough to eat sort of thing. You know? and I don't want this to become like a, a bad Monty Python sketch, but I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Well, we're, we're Dickensian. Dickensian, okay, well, we weren't that far away in terms of years, yeah. but anyway. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind, I want to give you one example, though, of how I think it is, I completely agree, I think it's community, but not necessarily, um, although, no, no, I mean necessarily also in, in an environment of poverty where there is community. Uh, I, I, so, I, so I would go to school in the morning and my mother would have to go to, 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 to work as a part-time felling hand, which I believe is just sewing on buttons and doing stitches and stuff like that. But she couldn't do any of the work in order to pick me up at school because of the times clashed. So I got used to... It wasn't a big deal, but at a very young age, going from school and going home by myself and going to school by myself. Between school in, in Valence Road, oh, and I might add, where the twins were brought up, um, <laughs> uh, um, between there and home, there would be at least four people that would acknowledge me along the way. That was apart from school teachers, it was apart from the caretaker, it was apart from the man that would come out of the tuck shop and check me out, it was apart from the greengrocer who had steps going down and he'd come up his steps and see me going by and say, are you going home, Malcolm? Yes, I am going home. That was apart from getting to my street and two windows of elderly women opening their windows up and calling down to me and saying, go straight home, don't mess around, Malcolm, and then meeting the prostitute at the end of my street <laughs> who would always talk to me yeah. and then I got home I didn't need a father I yes. didn't need a family mm -hmm. I had a family the community was my family yeah, at that point exactly. um, so it, it's become very important to me as I got older because um, those memories are stuck yeah, I mm -hmm. do agree with you um, Malcolm when I was talking about family it's either single parent or two-parent family whether you had another extended family or not we were part of the community and as you said, as you left school to home, there were others who were kind of mm. keeping an eye on you. Mm. Um, but they were also there to kind of discipline you. You know, oh, like yes, if you oh, did yes. something oh, oh, yes. um, wrong, they yeah, would have oh, kept you or mm. do something. Absolutely. And you took it. And we received that as, oh, yeah, they cared for me, so that's why absolutely. I'm being told. 
and you dare not even go home and complain to your mother no, because exactly. you will get another no, it, it felt like affection, even, yes. when, even when people said, you know, no, be careful when you cross. No, no, don't do that. Yes. It didn't feel like yes. it was yes. being beaten up. It felt exactly. like affection for, because yes. it was caring. Yes. Yeah. So in spite of all that poverty, because I grew up in poverty as well, I never felt poor because there was so much of love around, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. You were aware that you didn't have what others have, but you don't dwell on it because no. there's so much of love and caring, if not by your own parents, the extended community, the extended family, so, and uh, that yeah. was love. So what I'm hearing, it's quite interesting that this kind of, we, we put, uh, I'm, I'm putting sort of young people in inverted commas here, mm -hmm. but the, the people that are on social media seeking validation all the time, are we saying that it's because that they're seeking this external validation because there is the, they're lacking community and connection it, in in <coughs> their in their kind of. Can I just comment quickly, yeah. madam? If I may say so, some of them are seeking that, but not all. No, of course not. We're yeah. As a majority of people are for commercial reasons. Commercial that's another, reasons. Uh, that's another thing again. But society, of course, has been sort of crippled because of some of these things. But along the line, there must be sort of sort of discipline. What's really missing um, generally is because parents don't take people on board. I'm, I'm generalizing now. For example, some, some children, they do certain things. Some parents will ignore it. And then an outsider will sort of correct that. But for some reason, some parents will frown about some of these things. Maybe the teachers try to correct. I've, I've heard series of some of these things going on. Oh, children coming home saying, oh, teacher did, me, did this to me, so, 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 and so on and so forth. It's not so in my days. You either told the line or the consequences are there. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. Not parents, I think they've sort of, sort of taken that role, given that role to the outsiders, i.e. teachers and some people, maybe mm -hmm. some other people, which is wrong. Mm -hmm. Because charity begins at home. I, I, I want to bring in the youngest person. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, Kwame. But um, you are the voice of the youth right here because um, you are the youngest person here. From what's been said around here, what do you? Does it feel like it's striking a chord, or are they all talking nonsense? Um, so I think that um, what they're saying is correct because community, like nowadays. Um, that's not really one. It's more about um, communities. It's more like nowadays, like uh, gang violence or uh, dangerous people. Sorry, what do you do in the community, though? Um, so I'm a St. John's Ambulance Cadet, and I go on events and treat well, people. Could you elaborate on that? What does entails your cadet as a cadet? What does that mean? Oh, so uh, I go to big events like uh, football matches um, and like marathons, and I treat uh, people that are sick or injured. So, uh, as a mum, how are you? What What's it? At, you know, keeping that kind of community focus, making sure that there isn't this kind of self. Um, I guess obsessed uh, thing that's going on that um, I, I guess a lot of your peers are on social media. How do you, how do you manage that, that kind of element of, you know, because I think parents of children now, it's something that you have to kind of constantly keep an eye on and manage. Mm. 
Um, for me, actually, it actually feels like it's such hard work to manage. And it is because um, Kwame really is not on social media. Um, he does have his website, but he's been focused, and I've been helping him to get focused on things that he wants to achieve in his life. So he's a St. John's Ambulance Cadet now, but he started as a Badger when he was six years old. So I've kind of taught him about community um, and let him experience what community really is, actually. So, and last year, he actually won an award for his services to community already. And I just thought, that's good, because for me, um, I want him to see validation that it's not all about him, and it is about helping other people as well, and supporting other people like I was, because I grew up in Hackney myself, and I've actually done 30 years of community work myself, but I started at the age of 15 when I felt like I didn't, I wasn't the same as my peers. They were already seeking attention and all kinds of stuff. And for me, I just felt like there was somebody probably worse off than we already were. And so let me start helping. And that's when I started working on adventure playgrounds and yeah, other places. And I just think, yeah, especially at this time of the year, if we kind of think about going back to our past, present and the future, it's, this is a time when we're always reflecting. I know people spend a lot of time with family, but if you don't have that kind of ideal family, um, or if people are not here anymore, it's a great time to kind of reflect and really remember. I think it's about remembering community and remembering the importance of people. And I do think it's a bit of a shame people wait till Christmas to do it, because I think they need to do it all year round. Exactly. <laughs> and the fact that commerce has a lot of uh, issues, like you know, Christmas is more centered on buying presents and this and that. Mm -hmm. And if you don't fit into that, you feel you're kind of left out. Mm. So the main purpose of Christmas is lost. I think, yes, Christmas is a part of a religious thing, you know. Um, for Christians, Christmas is a big thing because of Christ. But in general, Christmas is a time when everyone comes together as a family, as a community, to express that at least once a year, we are embracing one another. Uh, but it would be nice if that embracing and the love and affection is extended throughout the year. But soon after Boxing Day, that, everything is kind of <laughs> lost. Yeah. That can be realized if people can sort of take that on board generally, community generally, I'm generalizing now. Yeah. If people, you know, everything boils down to parents. If they can make, more, for example, now this lady tried to mold his son, her son to be a model. I was a, I was a wolf cub yeah. Yeah. At, the age, at the age of six. And then a boy scout from the age of eight to 11. That helped me, responsibilities. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, that helped me actually, and then grow up. And I was about to go to college to be a sea scout. I couldn't further my, um, my, my career in that, in that fashion. So all these things very count. Initially, be thinking otherwise. Oh, oh all these things are very strenuous. Oh, you will lose waste in time. But in the long run, it's your own benefit, it's your own advantage. It's very essential. And, and, yeah. and most of what, what I've noticed generally, even the people, majority of people, if you see someone like this um, gentleman now, instead of stigmatize, may mm. give names, but don't look at it, just overlook some of these things. Be focused and concentrate accordingly. Because once you're a winner, you're always a winner. But essential. You have to mold him accordingly. Can I come in? Yeah. Hello, everyone. Hello, people in the world, wherever you are. You're being loved. Yes. Well, 
um, a lot of the stories what Malcolm was speaking, it reflect on me. I'm a person didn't really grow up with parents. I just only remember for about four years, five years. Think of that. I grew up in children's home, right? I grew up a little bit in the Caribbean. But when I was growing up in the Caribbean, Caribbean had multiculture in the school from all over the world and people. I grew up a little bit with auntie, right? She's a Spanish woman, she speaks Spanish all the time. We don't even understand what she's talking about, right? But we, and she was very firm, not strict, but firm. Firm and strict is two different things, right? Now, I have seen a lot of things through my life with no parents at all to say, well, father, this, don't do this, don't do that, don't you understand? But your own common sense, your behavior, your attitude, your character, it comes out. No, I speak to a whole heap of young people. Young people of today, is, we cannot blame young people because there's a lot of things their parents haven't taught them. Whatever the parents eat every day, it already goes to that, to that womb, to that child already. When that child comes out, it's still there. So now there's a lot of young people who are very sad when they was even born inside. And because they're so sad, when they come out, they bring it out. And then it's not about, it really, when I say gangs and this and that, there's a lot of things, it used to be very firm with this country or other country, but they cut it out. We, they all cut it out, right? People used to be together as one person. The few times I see my mother, and the few times we know her, we understand, her house was always full with people. Her doors is open. And if she got one banana, she feeds everybody. Police and anybody who doesn't matter who they are, lawyers, they come and sit down. I think I've got the same thing as herself, right? Now, when it comes to people now, it comes to adults, everybody's doors are closed away. No, you, they have no time to say stand up and talk to anyone. All they can see, a group out there is trouble. No, it's not trouble. Sometimes you could go in there and say, you know, you could speak with them and say, well, you understand, come, Granny want to speak to you guys. You understand, Mommy want to speak to you, right? So there's a lot of things are there to entertain them because I went to the, 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 the um, I went to a few workshops and I speak to a lot of young people a bit about my life, how I was being brought up, a bit about me when I was going to school, a bit about me with no parents, a bit about me I was in the home, a bit about me I've gone through a lot through my life and I've got a lot to offer to young people. Um, you understand? When it comes to young people, I like speaking to them because what they missed out from, I can able to... Um, not change them, but add it to their mind stock. Because your mind is very delicate. It doesn't matter what they're gonna do to achieve, but when it comes to um, enlighten their life, they love that. You understand? And I can speak to my brother here now if I finished. You understand? Yes, because I can offer him something. And I've been offering them for years and years and years. Now there's times what I used to do, I do not wait till this big day come Christmas day. My, the home is open, you understand? So now I will have like dinner parties and bringing all kind of people, don't know where they come from. Could be, it doesn't matter, you understand? You put a meal, they eat and drink and do what they've got to do because it's helping someone to bring them in. 
I'm not really a family person, put it that way. I'm for everybody. I'm an everybody person, okay? You see? So when it comes to um, thing, I got on the boys. Boys give trouble. <laughs> trouble, police, this and everything. But you see, when it comes to them, I really teach them because there was no father at all. There was no father or involved it's just i and them i and them 24 7 a day when i can't find them when they're coming up to 11 12 they can't find them what i do i'll sit down have about three four cups of tea start thinking where can they be i'm out there one two o'clock knocking at doors now if i find them in one a mother house i said to the mother but you've got your children why do you have my child in here to the, you know what I mean? The next minute now, your oldest, your oldest son or daughter will educate him to go and do stupidness, right? No, I'm going to tell you off as a mother because you shouldn't have that because if your child is at home, I'm going to take that child, walk the child home, knock at your door and put the child in, right? So there's a lot of mothers out there today are destroying other people, children as well because I've gone through a lot of that and I've seen a lot of that. You understand? Thanks, so please. my story is not just run in... People, can you hear me now? We, we can right hear you. Loud, loud and clear, right, loud and clear. <laughs> Antonia. Yeah, you, you... Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's raining in my ear. Thank you. I agree with... I agree with Polly. Oh, it's fine. I agree with Polly what she's just said. Because... We, we don't take responsibility for each other these days. You see, Kwame says he's, he's indicated. My children, they went to, uh, you know, Cubs and then they went to school. The discipline that they get from there is, 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 is a, uh, you know, a building block for them. It's is, is really, really good. We've taken that away. Look. In, in the First World War, there is what is called conscription. Don't, uh, you know, Malcolm, you know. And people go, well, I'm just saying. You, 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 uh, uh, no, I'm not saying you are old. I'm not saying you are old. You know, you know but, but the conscription was taken away. But in Europe, like in Italy, you still have to do that, you know. And you, you need that sort of discipline. It's character building. It's, 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 it's making sure that they not only think of themselves, they think about other people. We, we said in, before we started this radio show that, uh, you know, anything that you want to know is within you. It, it, because human beings, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We're so intricate. People don't understand until when something hits them and they see how, how resilient they can be, mm -hmm. how they can get something from inside and, and surmount it. And they say, how did I do that? But when they were going through it, they cannot see it. But that stillness, that power is in you. And you have to uh, 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 make sure that you, you embrace that, you, you love yourself. It's not being, uh, you know, hedonistic or being uh, selfish. If you don't know yourself, you cannot know anybody else. Mm -hmm. Because every one of us, we feel 
the same, the same way. We have our lows and our ups and everything. Uh, when you know, and somebody is not behaving good, you, will see, you give them allowance for it. You see, that is what community does. Malcolm said something about when he's going home. Look how many people that was looking out for you. You see, they know what, what your mom is going through. They know that they, that is the way that he, she has to do things. But they are looking for you. They're looking after you. That's what community we, is fractured. We, we haven't got anything like that now. They go on social media. How could somebody listen to somebody and kill themselves? You know, just listen to somebody. But if you know yourself, nah, life is given to, to be lived. Why do I have to do that? You will be able to put it in perspective and say, you, we need to teach young people that they should look within themselves what is being disposited in it. Kwame now, he, he knows, look, he's on this program. Not many people have that and he's listening to us. He will take so many things on board, on board that, yes, this is it. Not necessarily what, whatever you see. Experience doesn't mean that you have to go through it yourself. You, you see people and you, you have the wisdom and, and, and the understanding to say, no, that is not for me. Choices are very, very important. Well, there is one pretty serious thing I think I have to say, and that is I'm 32, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just, sorry just to just make you... Straight, all right, Antonio. I mean, you know, it's all very well talking about knowing yourself, but I mean, 32, remember that. Sorry about this, that. And this woman next to me is trying to get off with me because she, she's got her hand up my jumper. I know it's Christmas, but I'm allowing it because it's Christmas. The other thing I want to say is that Lucia said before, um, which I really thought was interesting, I'm sure I've heard it before, however, Lucia often talks in cliches, and I agree with the cliché. Thanks, is, Malcolm. And that is... Um, that many young people um, uh, in social media are, are seeking validation. Mm. And I think that's pretty accurate, really. I think many of them are seeking validation by some of the stuff they either write about or the photographs or the selfies and, and all the rest of it. I think the problem is, in that, in that area, is if they don't know where to get the validation from, if they're not getting any sort of healthy validation at school or, 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 or at home, oh, no. then actually there are tons and tons of idiot, superficial people on social media Ooh. that are telling them, hey, listen, we'll validate you, dress like this, buy yeah. only Nike, spend yeah. all your money on, my, on blah, 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 Make blah. It. That's where they're yeah. getting validated. And they're getting validated online. And that, that's the problem. And I think the you have to deal with that everything. before... <laughs> Before what you're saying, Antonio, about looking at yourself, looking at yourself and finding out who you are. Before you are able to do that, you need a few years, you need to mature, but not by itself. If you're not validated while you're young, uh, if you're getting examples of, what, the Kardashians, they're the things you're looking up to. That, that, that is not to say that you shouldn't look up to people that are earning a lot of money and dressing in a particularly 
soft pornographic manner. No, if you want, as a, as a female, you want to do that, that's cool, as long as you're, you're, you're healthy and you're okay and you're going in the right direction. But don't be taken in by it. Don't think this is healthy. So maybe they're just not getting it from elsewhere. Can I say that, you know, society has played a really big part in that. Because all the things, mechanism that was there before, that is undergirding what we're talking about, giving that basis, the foundation and everything, is been taken away. It's been eroded. Yes, you know, like, like in, in law, you, you cannot chastise your own child. It's under fire. You, 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 That's you, what it is. you, you see, they've taken the, the, that responsibility away from parents. You yes. know, we, we keep on saying about family being fractured or society being, it's because things which governments, successive governments, shouldn't be meddling with, they're meddling with it. You know, you and alt, and then when it comes, they say, "Oh, it's the home that they come from," because you have broken that home. You, you instead of you, you know, making it to work, you, you've, you've, you've broken the, that home. You, you say, even if it's one parent, one parent I've seen going to university, doing all the things. At 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 least you got one person. And that person is being helped by society to make a good way of bringing you up. You know, they said in, in my c culture that a child is not only raised by, uh, 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 you know, father and mother, mm. community, village, everybody has got a vested interest and in it. And what happens is that brings about almost natural mentors as well exactly. in your life. So exactly, you role models. Have, if you don't have a, 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 a nucleus family uh, <coughs> for whatever reason, mentors happen, they just come about. Yes. If you have, if you have an appropriate, healthy community, mentors just take their place. Yes, yes. Because there are lots of people of different ages that are, in fact, are alone and actually are actually wanting to give. Exactly. Um, and, and, if, and if young people need to look for things, unfortunately what's happening, I once believed that all young people should be given as many choices as possible. Mm -hmm. I've totally changed my mind about that. Yes. I think, I think they're, because of one didn't predict uh, the, the internet and the, the amount of choices and the Thank sort you. of people that can offer the choices so easily to young mm. people um, and in a, in a way I, I almost at times feel of it I, I seem to think of it sometimes as a lot of a percentage of young people are literally being brainwashed and I find yeah. that very very sad yes, yes. Um, so what 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 can we do? Because obviously it's, it's like, it's society, we're, you know, society is broken, this is what's happened, the system, but as individuals May I just here, come in quickly? Can I just come in? Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Sorry, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, as um, Antonio was saying, the society, you see, when I was speaking, I was speaking to another young people from the college, some of them is from different, you know. And I was also had um, superintendent and also had, um, did I commissioner? Also, is a superintendent, inspector? Now, um, while I was speaking, I didn't come in with the society because they want to hear a bit more deeper things than the society. Because they want to hear about, uh, 
if if some things happen with the group they're into or going out or so, they want to hear about deeper, how can I control this? Um, the um, inspect the I commissioner was, you know, he said, well, I can understand when everyone will be speaking about society. Society is the people within themselves because if they've got to um, put boundary on the children and speak to the children because you find most parents are more worse than the children. Mm. And most parents, they're not educating enough. I'm not talking about educating by school educating, but educating world um, experience. In, experience yes, right? You see, because children watch their parents growing up as well. They watch their parents and then, you know, all what the parents are coming off to is already registered in the children's um, minds as well. So when they do go, as I said before, they, um, I think, I believe Anthony will say, they learn other things out, outside because, you know, the, 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 all the boys and what I've got, you understand, and the hard work, and then from, as a young mother, you understand, who grow boys or boys and fighting for them, I've taught them how to, you know, I've given them a lot of understanding in life and I've taught them very well. So whatever comes off now as grown up to their old pensioners now, it's nothing, it's nothing for me. Because what they've got, they're going to pass it on to them. Because what my parents, my people, but well, I didn't have much people around. I've got had Malcolm mm -hmm. with me. Yeah. And a lot of his um, experience yeah, is in me. And you support me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, going, well, going to school and coming from school, they would not want to teach, to, well, come and pick us up or something. Yeah. What we all did is just like find our way home. Sure. Right? But if, if like someone know any children around me yeah. and then they need schooling, yes, I will. And if the police come and said, no, no, you, you are not there 24-7. You, you speak up to these people mm. because they're just a pers person like myself. Probably when they go home, they probably get thumped in the head from yeah. whatever themselves. Yeah, you mean there are other people uh, like you? <laughs> okay. I said, I would like just to speak because it, apart okay. from Kweku, he is, he, you know, the. No, I, I yeah, okay. Yeah, one at a time, yeah? Oh. Yeah. Um, actually, sorry, I was kind of losing my train of thought a little bit, but I was coming back to what you were saying, Lucinda, about how can we, I suppose, deal with that. And, I, and we were saying it before we came, actually, even on here, which was talking about self mastery because. Um, I think for me, I'm in my late 40s now, and people can put down rules and suggest things to you, but until you really do know yourself, then you can actually look at what role society plays in you, what is your, your role or your purpose here, and what you wanna get from your life. And actually, I think I've spent a lot of years trying to change people and adapt people, and I think what I do with my sons, I've only got sons, two sons, and I'm a lone parent as well, is really teach them about knowing their self and being able to master their self. Because when you change your behavior, then the people you're around, it does change and society does change. And yes. I think that's the only way yes. Yes. to change. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. You wanted to add something, Jasper? Yeah. Um, in a way, the way that I look at it is that I'm a mirror reflection of my mum and my dad. 
you know, everything that they've been taught, they've learned, they've, um, they've been guided in the best way that they know, and they've taught me the best way that they know. Maybe it, it didn't, it wasn't what I needed, it wasn't what I wanted, it wasn't what was going to help me become, become, and become inside myself and learn about myself, know myself, as we've all been talking. Self-mastery, very, very important. And um, the way in which you said, Lucinda, to be able to break this chain, it's a societal chain, yeah? The only way we can change this and break this chain is changing how in which we respond and our own habits, our own behavior, and how we act in an environment. The love and kindness that we and compassion that we can give to ourselves and to everybody else, and as you were saying, selflessness um, is a very vital thing. Um, so the more and more we can kind of respect ourselves and listen to ourselves in our own self-expression of who we individually are because we're all unique mm -hmm. and we're all different and we're all beautiful as we are you know there's no right or wrong yeah we all have to all I think there's always room for improvement no of course yeah. of course yeah. no one's not saying that <laughs> you know we yeah. can always King evolve progress. we're evolving all the time every moment of every second that we breathe we're evolving but it takes it takes courage and willpower in order to make them them conscious changes to uh, to break these cycles that we are we are trapped in and these chains that we we have been. May I just say this quickly again? I think this, I'm directing this to the dog government generally. This is a very sort of um. Because they are they are listening. Absolutely, absolutely. This is a God-fearing country. Yeah. They bring some man-made laws to come and cause problems. It's not on. I know from my point of view. The length of time they will change from above through the might and power of the Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about those sort of man made powers. These are elementary. With the spoken word, they will be neutralized. In the length of time, there will be changes across the spectrum. No doubt about it. But it will take time, but it will be so. That's all I can say. Okay, thank you. Um, we've got 10 minutes left. Time is flying. Um, and I would, we've talked a lot about kind of. Some of you have talked about your own past and we talk about the present and kind of self. Um, I just want to talk about the future a little bit and um, in this sort of final 10 minutes, talk about what we're looking forward to individually, as a community, as, you know, uh, society. Um, so, yeah. Yes, of course. It'd be name. interesting to, to know. I should be community, you know, what? It shouldn't be a community. It should be more of a... Um, what's this? Society generally, maybe. Well, just as yourself, like, what are you most looking forward to? It might be what you're looking forward to tomorrow. How do you feel about our future? It's not. Yeah. Community just. I don't think we need to talk about anyone else but ourselves in this moment. Yeah, sure. How do you feel about your future? How do you feel where you want to be? Yes, in Could I say something? Yes. We can go round and round in circles, but one thing that highlights is. We are part of the community. Either you're from single parents or extended family, yeah. we become part of society. But as a parent, sometimes it troubles me to know that though we discussed about laying the foundation at home and the extended family, my experience also shows that that extension goes into the classroom, whereby we saw our teachers with respect people of authority, and they were not only there to mold us academically, but also as a person. And when we are out of school, 
we were told to behave ourselves, the way we carry ourselves, silence and quietness was paramount. And we were even told that when you see another person needing help, either they are young, elderly, you do so. And also to give up your seats in the bus. <laughs> now, I have traveled many, many times in the bus. I do have a mobility problem, but there are times Bus is crowded with school children if you get on the bus at the wrong time. Until today, no one has ever, ever offered me a seat. Oh, really? So, where do, where, so how are we going to change society? Because it makes me wonder what they're being taught in school. Because they are loud, they are noisy. I'm not judgmental, but it makes me wonder of yeah. my own childhood days. You're correct, madam. When these, I would have stood up and given these, my seat. These are some of the things. Every, it boils down to charity begins at home. If the parents give them solid foundation, this will not happen. It's just common sense. We, we've it's kind just of, we've, we, we've kind of gone back to the beginning. So I just want to think about the future a little bit now. Yeah, but, yeah. As, as I said, where yeah. do we change? How are we going to change? And it still goes back to the way we were being brought up. It doesn't matter who brings us up. What, yeah. Can I just ask you, while you've got the microphone, what, what are you looking forward to and what are you most worried about? I'm just more worried about that our new generation are all becoming very self-focused. Um, again, with new technology, they have their ears glued up with their phone, and even if you're walking five paces behind them and need help and say, hello, hello, they don't hear you because their ear is plugged. So they are living in their own bubble and not paying attention or even looking or listening to the outside world. Whereas the older generation were brought up to observe, to listen, and there's no such thing as you know you living in a bubble. So how are we going to change that? Just one second. You, I don't know. You can, Pauline, you can change that by taking. You know, when you see something like going in the bus and they're not getting up, there are signs that says this seat is for older people or pregnant people. You know what I do? If I'm sitting down and you come in and they are not and see a young person, I say, excuse me, can you get up, please? I ask them. You see, because you have to force yourself. You know, because there won't be changes if you don't. If you if you keep quiet and say, well, they didn't give me the seat, I will yeah. demand it because that is that is it. That is what yes. is expected of them. Yes. If we yes. want to change it, we have to start with ourselves. Yeah. When my grandchildren are with me, they're sitting down next to me. When they see an older person, I don't need to tell them anything. Yep. They will get up because they know that if they're with me and there's one, only one seat, they will let me sit down. That's how they've been brought up. You know, it still comes. It doesn't necessarily mean we can be that, the bastion of, you know, these changes we're talking about. We can. Yes, they might give you some leaps. But when they know you, most of them will not challenge you because they know that you're you speaking the truth. They will just, they don't like to be shown off. You see, when you ask them, they will just, mm, they might kiss their lips and go upstairs, you know. <laughs> but they will leave that seat because it's happened many times. I know you might say, what if they bring a knife or something or challenge you? You know, it hasn't happened. But I will continue to do that if I see them doing misbehaving on the road. I say to them, no, you can't do that. Malcolm. Okay, so so 
the future. Thank you. Know? you. Well, my future. Oh, and b by the way, I, I would sit on that young person's lap. <laughs> anyway, the future. <laughs> That's one way of dealing with the problem. Okay, the negative side for me at the moment is we won't be here in 100 years' time. None of us. I, I will. Don't say that. Pauline, you probably will be the only I person. You're be, right. I yes, agree. I will be. I agree. Your, I, your, I your, your tenacity and your absolutely. And I'm going to make you because I, I want you next to me. I, I probably would be because you protect me so much. I agree. Okay, so you and me like Adam and Eve, yeah? <laughs> We're going to be like together. Adam and, okay. Yeah. Or, or even Eve, thought, actually. actually. But yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we so anyway, so that's my, that's my, my pessimistic future. Yes, yes. I, I really don't think we're going to survive. I really don't. Um, what do you mean? I, but the positive side of it for me is the very thing that we've been... Um, uh, no, I, I won't... I, I have been talking about young people, and so we all in, in different ways, but in vaguely, whether we meant to do it or not, sort of slightly negative ways. But actually, I think it's those very people that we've been discussing, i.e. a young generation, that are going to give us a future. Mm -hmm. Because I, I have seen in the last, in my experience in the last, what, 15, 20 years, there are mo minority of dots, of little groups of, of young people that have escaped the sort of areas that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, yep. mm -hmm. Young people like this young man with us yep. today. Yes. And it seems to me that if both him and his mother and many other parents and fathers and these little groups get stronger, and they are, they're out there. I go and, I go, you know, in, in a way I'm sure a few of us around this yep. table have yep. gone to have meals by yes. some of these people. Yes. Yes. I get food from, yes. from a young generation yes. Yes. who, don't want things wasted. No, yeah. they, they have a feeling of what things were like, yes. what communication and what communities were like once, you know, back in the day. They, there are only small pockets, but they're all over the place, yes. and if you look, you'll find them. I think, and I, my hope is, they will get stronger and stronger and stronger, and maybe, maybe if we're incredibly lucky, that our future will be quite nice, really. Yeah, right. yeah for their children, at least. Quite cool. Have you got something to say? Because you are our children, you just, you know. Yes, we're looking for, you know, there is not much that we can, we can give you support by, by you know, standing by you and all this. But ultimately, you have to. You see, this young lady from Norway or somewhere, who can challenge, Greta. who can yeah. challenge, Mm. Donald Trump, yeah. and Donald Trump became became a, a bully, and, and 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 bullying this this little girl on on the social media. You have to you continue to do what you know that is right because right. it's already put in you. You know that you have to care for other people, care for yourself. You know, and you make this place a better place. Please, I am imploring you. Do not, do not stay say silent, something. please. Say something, say something for us. Oh. So in the future, I um, might possibly want to get an agent because I act sometimes, yeah.
Yeah, you can actually be a mentor. Uh, yes, yeah, a you mentor. can be a young mentor from now onwards. Yes. What I can say about my future is and that be an agent I'm of change and appreciative that I'm here in this moment with everyone here and to come on this radio talk. And uh, I guess as much as I'm changing my world inside myself, then that will change the world around me. And everybody, everybody matters. It's all very, everybody's all interconnected. And the more and more we love and care and be kind and compassionate. We have two sides, it's two sides to a coin, but it's entirely up to us how, how we approach that. Um, so thank you. And I yeah. think we have to learn to respect each other's, um, what we put forward without getting hurt, without getting upset, because it's through these conversations You're correct, that mother. we learn. Everything boils everything down to love, actually. If we love one another, support one another, respect one another, the world will be a safe place to live in. It's just gumption, common sense. It doesn't that can be put in you. It's, it's, it's what you. It should be in you generally. But from my point of view, I'm very optimistic. This world. So remember, just talk about UK now. It will be a safe place to live in in the next of time. It will be a safe place to live in in the next of time. What? Because this society is based on the teaching of the Lord God Almighty, not any man-made laws. And we have to go by that, whether people like it or not. You don't have to be religious or be Christian to know the absolute difference between good and evil. I'm not religious at all, but I still believe in the most high, you know? You see, if you can differentiate between good and yeah. evil, mm -hmm. then this, that's a step forward. That's all I can say. I'm an optimist anyway, so that's it. Thank you very much. Optimistic? <laughs> I'm an optimist. Yes. <laughs> On that note, I think that's a perfect place to finish unless anyone has got an urgent thing they need saying. I think, I think, let's finish there. It's perfect, let's finish there. Oh, Father Lord. I was going to say something.